everybody, the SWP is brought to you by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford, where you can custom order your next Ford vehicle to ensure you get the exact vehicle you want at the right time. Easy steps. Jump online at jimkford.com, select your vehicle, choose your model, trim, and options. Then the Jim K. Ford team will contact you to confirm your selections and pricing and answer all your questions before your order is placed. Easy as that. Your vehicle created your way. Jim K. Ford, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans or jimkford.com. I dealt with an SWP listener just the other day. They had the wife's car with one company, the house was with another, and the husband's car was with a third. The fourth policy was fine for the cottage in Quebec. Anyways, now they know, and we've got an amalgamated plan going forward. We even saved a whack of money doing it. Text me, Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario, 613-801-2659. Your modern boutique broker. The SWP with Steve Warren and Jim Jerome. Ottawa Sports Talk every weekday. So there it is. We're off. Welcome to the Steve Warren Project. It's Steve and Jimmy. Another work week in the books. Slaving over a hot microphone. The Battle of Alberta only goes a little longer than the Battle of Florida. If you like pro hockey fighting, what about a pro hockey fighting league where there's no actual hockey, just hockey fighting? We'll talk about that. Uh, What else do we have here? Of course, uh, we're getting ready for a couple more games of the uh, second round and uh, a lot more. Coming up on the show today, you're in the SWP. Thanks for being with us. We hope you enjoy the show. Jimmy, what's going on, buddy? Whoop, whoop. Oilers, baby. Okay. Huge day. First time since 06. I'm, uh, I never thought I, you know, I used to love the Oilers, but holy man, was I into this. Uh, yeah. yeah. City's going bananas. My daughter runs a big bar on, the, on, the, on a street, which would be the equivalent of the market, you know, or okay. Elgin Street. You know, and uh, uh, it's just bananas, Stevie. Okay, absolutely bananas. Um, the the what they call Jurassic Park in Toronto. It's I think it's called the Ice Den here in in Edmonton and Calgary. Calgary's done, unfortunately, for them. But uh, it's a new it's a new level, Stevie, with the fans. Is my point. It's yeah. like they're I don't know I don't know. It's like the like the World Cup every four years or something. You know, it's it's uh, COVID. Obviously, I've I'm, I'm saying obviously, but I'm sh- I'm sure it has something to do with where people are outside and cheering, and going, you know, spaz. They're taking they're having a spaz, Stevie. Don't take a spaz, but they are. And right. uh, it was just it was unreal. I I stayed home. I watched the game at home. I was going to go for a drive downtown, but that's I'm 60, Steve. Okay, not not 17. So yes, yes. I said, what would what would Warnsy do? I have a bracelet. It says, what would Warnsy do? I wear it. <laughs> <laughs> Warren's would say, Jerome, get step away from the car and go back onto the couch. Okay. Yes. Yes. So. Well done. Uh, to reset, the Oilers have won the Battle of Alberta. They're off to the Western Final, the first one in Connor McDavid's career, only the second playoff series win of his career. And he was the guy that won it in overtime. 503 of OT. Oilers beat the Flames 5 to 4. They win the series in five. And I'm sure that it's going to be a long off season for Flames fans who are very upset with what they thought was going to be the game-winning goal. It happened with about four or five minutes left. So the Flames looked like on a Blake Coleman goal, they'd taken a 5-4 lead, but it was disallowed because it was ruled that he had kicked the puck in. And we'll start with you. What did you think? Was that 
Was that the right call? Here's the interesting thing, Stevie, about about the the goal. Um, but it's a it's a credit for the whole thing about allowing video review because in 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 real time it doesn't look like a kick. There's no doubt in my mind. I've you know if you watch that in in normal speed, there's no way someone could could look at that and go, yeah, that was a kick. Okay, right. Now here's the problem, Steve. They have many many different angles of it. Okay, and let's say there's ten different angles they have. Five of them, Steve look like the guy didn't do anything wrong, okay? The other five, in slow motion, we're talking, look like he directed the puck into the net, okay? So now what, Steve? So now what do we do, okay? Those five angles look like he didn't, and those five angles look like he did. So which angle's correct, Stevie? I don't know if I'm making sense here, but that's where, that's in lies the problem right there, where, where, where the problem is. That doesn't show anything at all, and that one shows he does. So, you know, well, then which one are we going to take? Because it's not fair to a player or, or to the Flames at that point to, to um, you know, come back to them and go, well, we've looked at all angles, okay? And some, some show it's not in, and some show he directed the puck. I'm go- I, that, that's where I'm freaking out. That's where I'm freaking out if I'm the Calgary Flames. Going, well, well, so so it's not definitive is the point, you know. It's not it's not definitive. Uh, well, here's the here's where it gets really tricky in that I'm pretty sure the rule reads you're allowed to direct the puck into the net with your skate. What is per- not permitted is a distinct kicking motion. I believe that's how they differentiate things, and that's what they called. They said it was a he kicked it into the net, so they obviously saw a distinct kicking motion, and I don't know. I, I don't know how you can kick anything when your blade never leaves the ice. And I, and on, I honestly, regardless of what the rule reads, the what it should read, and it would take a lot of the gray area out of it, measuring whether that was a distinct kicking motion or not, just say if it, it's okay, it's cool for the puck to go in off a guy's skate so long as he did not leave the ice. If that skate stays on the ice, it's fine. Because the only reason you have a kicking issue or a, a rule to this to this effect is is because you you want to keep everybody safe. You don't want to be forcefully kicking the skate up into the air and severing jugular veins and such. That's right, why the rule right. exists for safety. So if the if the guy's skate stays on the ice, I say let it happen. That's a good goal. Right. And and to those people, right, that think it's an advantage to kick a puck in the net, okay. Well, well here's here's the deal, folks. Is it easier to fire a puck into the net kicking it with a skate or hammering it with your hockey stick? Okay. Right. So it's you're, I'm glad you brought that up, right? Because that that that's the whole idea, right? You can't have you can't have feet, you know, raising up into the air, right? With the le- with lethal weapon. I I you know, like the, the kid was. I'll, I'll tell you what. It was an amazing direct. Uh, directing the shot. It was absolutely amazing. If you look at that thing, how fast that, that, that there's no doubt in my mind, Steve, the guy saw the puck and he made a motion with his foot to, to move the puck into the net. Yeah. Uh, I have no doubt when you see it, he's looking right at it, but it was like, an, a, like, I don't know, about, I don't know, about a hundredth of a second, Steve, when he picked, picked it up in his sights. And then, uh, you know, I, I think he left his foot there, Steve, to move the puck into the net. That's what I think. Uh, so does Bieksa. 
right? The exes said, great job hiding it and all that stuff. But according to your rule, uh, then it should have been allowed. Yeah, I think most people feel that way because there was no, in my opinion, for sure, he he directed the puck. Uh, and, and my understanding of the rule is that you're it's okay to do that. And I've seen, like I say, there, there was at least two or three. There was one guy for the Sens named Chris Tierney. And throughout the first couple of months, it seemed like he got three or four goals where he did that very thing. In fact, it was a worst case I can picture. He's in the slot area. He's got an empty net. And he's kind of kind of just sort of massages it toward the net. No, no, no coming off the ice or anything like that. Good goal. No problem. But it was a far more egregious sort of version of that than we saw last night with Coleman. Just, uh, yeah, I thought it was a really bad call. And I, I don't blame Flame fans for being pissed no. today. And I'm an Oilers fan. 100%. Oiler fan, you know. Uh, Stevie. Yes, sir. Do you recall, Stevie, a week or two ago when you and I were doing a show and I said, I got a bad feeling, Steve, that something weird is going to happen to change the result of a hockey game in these playoffs and a big one. Yep, I do remember that. Remember that? Well, there Mm -hmm. it is. There it is. You know, it always seems to be at least one every Stanley Cup playoffs. There yeah, always seems yeah. to be one big moment where you go, "What?" Yeah, yeah, huge deal. Okay, uh, like if it couldn't be worse, it could not be worse for a controversial play that can affect the result, not of the game, of who's going to win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> you know, it's like, all right, it's four all here, boys. You know, it's it's or three all, whatever it was at the point. It was the go-ahead goal for the for the Flames, right? It's like it's deep into the third. It's it's game. You know they're down three-one. You know it's it, all that, Stevie. If they win that game, they got old man Mo. We know how these things can change. Yada yada yada. Huge huge deal, Stevie. None of this, Stevie. None of this. Well, we were. You know, we. I, I will give a. I'll give credit to. I think it's Backland who plays for the Flames, and they asked him about it, of course, and they asked Coleman about it. The two of them were side-by-side side in the presser after the game. And he said, you know, we kind of lost that series not uh, not on this game. We didn't lose the series on this game, which was really cool of that guy to say that. He said, I, you know, I don't know. I haven't seen it. It's, you know, there's a bunch of different angles. But we we had chances in game two or three or whatever. You know, he said we, we had chances in a couple of games where we should have shut them down, and we didn't. <clears throat> I was awfully, awfully nice of that guy to say that, you know. Uh, the Flames probably won't like it, right? Saying, I mean, you can't protest. What's done is done, right? You, we know that. You can't, you can't go back. But man, oh man, is that, that's kind of Brett Hall in the crease, Stevie? 100%. You know, it's, it's right up there, right? It's right up there. Yep. It, uh, it was extremely controversial. It eliminated a very good team that, Really, was sky was the limit for them, and uh, obviously, they'll have a tough out. Oilers will have a tough out in either Colorado or St. Louis in the next round. But it's all about getting through that night, getting through that series, keep moving forward. And mm-hmm. I really thought if that goal stood, the Flames win that game, and it's now a three-two series, and anything could happen. But right. uh, Connor McDavid, I was really surprised with his comments. Scott Oak after the game, he scores the winning goal. Um, Bit of blown coverage along the boards on Leon Dreisaitl. Well, not blown coverage. Two guys tried to cover Dreisaitl right. and then left McDavid to kind of float to the middle for just long enough to get a really quick hard shot away, went in off the post, and that was that. So that was uh, 
that was pretty interesting. But I was really amazed that McDavid was with Scott Oak was just like beating himself up. I was, yeah. I was no good tonight. I was no good. I was no good. Yeah. Yeah. No, he said that. And uh, the the thing about McDavid, right, is is you're, if you're defending him, like if you see that, if you see that goal, that overtime winner, dry settles pinned up against the boards, right, by the two guys. McDavid is, is you know, sort of 10 feet away from him looking at him, but there's a guy right on him. Yeah. There's a defenseman right on McDavid. And so you go, there we go. He's got him covered. The, the thing about McDavid getting open, Steve, is he, he can do it, you know, faster than a bolt of lightning. Right. You know, like he can, you're going, you're going to look around. Fuck, I had the guy. <laughs> he was right here, you know. Uh, I mean, just an amazing, amazing performance by this guy, Stevie. And I, I've seen him play a long, you know, not like a long time now. Christ, three, four, five years or whatever he's been around. Uh Anyway, he's killer. He's killer, right? He's killer. Well, so is Drysaddle too. So, I mean, he's the guy on the boards with the puck, and so you can't blame defenders for being hypersensitive about Drysaddle too. And that's a that's why those two work so well together. You want to take away Drysaddle, McDavid goes to town, and right. vice versa. So, yeah. but give you give you a sense of where McDavid's at now. He now has twenty six points through two series, and the Oilers made all the right moves. If you look at what was going on this past year. Right. Every team tries to get thing, you know, get better at the deadline or whatever. Some point in the season, add those key pieces that are going to make a difference. When you look at the Oilers with the moves they made, getting Evander Kane and Zach Hyman, yep. come on, Kane leads the NHL with twelve playoff goals. Hyman has been amazing, and and not to troll Leaf fans, <laughs> I, I don't mind trolling <laughs> Leaf fans, uh, but they probably beat Tampa if they found a way to keep Hyman around. Hyman has more goals right now than both McDavid and Hyman. Or McDavid Hyman. and Drysaddle. Yeah, so here's the deal. Drysaddle smashes a record for 17 points in five games, right? Like that's I believe what, that's so, it. yes. He got 70 points in this series, five, three points a game, more. Okay, Crazy. Almost six, okay? Uh, so he he wallops that one. And you're right. If not Drysaddle, well, then you got to co- cover Connor. But th- then you 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 go right to where it's like, yeah, and if that doesn't work, uh, how's Kane doing in the playoffs? That other guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, what if what if you shut Kane down? How's Hyman doing? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's pretty good. How about uh, if we if we can't do that? What about yeah, Nugent Hopkins? Yeah, I had a game winner in there too. You know, he's fucking. How's working? Yamamoto? Yeah, really good. You know, he's play fucking. What about Smith? Way better than he is bad. Way better. You know, he's way way gooder than he is badder. You know, <laughs> like it's just. Yeah, yeah, he still makes me nervous, but they're sure. just clicking on all cylinders. Yeah, well, what about their coach? Phenomenal, okay, phenomenal. What this guy's yeah. doing, mixing up lines, and uh, so they got it all going, Stevie. They got it all going. Do you agree? Oh yeah, there's no yeah. question. They've got it all going on right now, and uh, you know I, I, that was my concern about the Oilers, uh, the coaching matchup. Daryl Sutter was all that. Jack Adams Trophy nominee. And Jay Woodcroft was a midseason replacement of Dave Tippett. Never heard of this guy, to be honest, until he got this job. Sometimes you're standing back there opening the door and, and stuff magically happens in front of you, but that's a rare thing. You get to the you get to the final four in the National Hockey League. I almost guarantee you're doing a pretty damn good coaching job. So it was a bit surprising that uh, Woodcroft was, uh, you know, better than Daryl Sutter in this series. I mean, yeah. listen that Daryl Sutter commentary that we talked about in the last episode. Like, what is he talking about? He's basically blowing sunshine up the Oilers' butts, almost as if he was waving the white flag to a degree. But uh, yeah, the Oilers 
were the better team. Still, it was a five-game series, and history will make it look like, oh, I was dominant with the Oilers. That series still was a very hard-fought series, even though it was over in a very quick order. So they await the winner of Colorado-St. Louis, the Oilers do. Tampa Bay, on the other hand, awaits the winner of Carolina and the Rangers. Carolina's up 3-2. Colorado's up 3-2. And you're probably getting this discussion now about, well, do you you want all this extra rest, or are you going to get rusty? And I'm not even going to engage that conversation. You just just never know. Yeah, Colorado, right? When, when they wiped that team out, right? Nashville, I think they played. They beat, they That's beat right. four straight. Yeah, uh, St. Louis so, had to go six. So they had a, they had a problem. Yeah, they had a close huge long. Yeah, they had a huge rest. Uh, is it boding well for them? I don't know. You know, I I, I thought you were, if there's going to be another record that's going to fall, you're going to see straight wins in playoff rounds by Colorado. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Sutter said that about Colorado too, Steve, right? Where he's like, Good luck if you face Colorado. You know, it's going to be a waste of eight days for you. Right. This guy's a coach of one of the teams that's going to face that team in three rounds. Right. You know? Weird. Weird. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it, it, It's odd psychology for sure. Yeah. Anyway, we're, we're, we're all excited here in Edmonton, Steve. Oilers are my team now moving forward, by the way. Not a boy. That's, you yeah. know what, Stevie? We'll, yep. We got another one. We got another one. Oh. Oh, the bandwagon, Steve. No, there's no room. Oh. There's no really? room, Steve. Fine, I'll take yeah, Tampa this, then. You got a crowd with a bunch of people in what fucking red jerseys with a black. Oh, yeah, a bunch of Calgary people are on there. Can you make room for Warnsey? I couldn't yep. believe it. I was reading in the paper about a lot of Flames fans now cheering for the Oilers. Ah, you got to do it, though. You know, it's another. You got to get a exactly, Canadian Steve. team. I'm like, if the Leafs are in the playoffs and the Sens are not or, or have gone beyond them, like, I'm never going to cheer for the Leafs just because they're from Ontario or from Canada. I don't get how you can. At, right after the Battle of, of Alberta, too, these Flames fans are going, yeah, we'll probably have to cheer for the Oilers. Now, what is wrong with you people? What Nothing's is wrong, wrong with them, Steve. With That's you. what you should be doing. No. What What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> You can cheer for the league, but you didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a time out on the program. When we return, Braden Point looking good for a return. We'll also talk about a pro hockey fighting league. Hey, do up. your Ray Liotta impression for me again. I thought it was excellent yesterday. Oh, thank you. Why did you do that, Karen? That was all the money we had, Karen. Why did you do that, Karen? That's all the money we had, Karen. Not bad. Fuck, mine might it, be better. It hurts your throat, though, right? A little bit. Think, think about how bad you are now at that impression. I'm so good. Go to commercial, Steve. We got to <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> are you thinking about a nice used vehicle for the summer, but you may be a little uncertain about it? Well, you want to make that smart choice. Well, Jim K. Ford removes all of your worries. Jim K. Ford is your Ottawa certified pre-owned Ford dealer. How about a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage? A history report of the vehicle. Purchase financing rates from 1.99%, 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. That is peace of mind. Check out jimkford.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. Insurance is very expensive, and it's my job to save you money. If you can't save money, why would you buy from me? You have plenty of options, so make me one, and you'll see why. Text quote to 613-860-6008 to get started. We can spend 10 minutes to connect, and I'll email you a personalized quote. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. 
And if you need help navigating this wild Ottawa housing market, call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team. For sellers, Glen's services include staging, painting, cleaning, and of course, negotiating all the offers coming in. And for buyers, Glen has all the expertise to help you land your dream home when competing with so many other offers. So if you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate right now, contact Glenn today at glennwalton.com. So Braden Point, as the Lightning getting a good long rest here, that, mm-hmm. that I think is a good deal. You know, sometimes, again, rest versus rust. I think the rest mm-hmm. Tampa Bay is all about right now because Kucherov has at times looked injured, dinged up at least, not comfortable. And Braden Point, well, we know that he got uh, quite badly hurt in the Toronto Maple Leaf series. Well, he could return here in the playoffs. John Cooper says he's not sure when. Uh, his quote was today, it's hard for me to say right now because I don't even know when this next round is going to start. His point closer to playing in round three than he was in round two. Certainly no question. He is progressing. We've just got to see. So he was hurt in game seven against the Leafs. Very freak play and hasn't played or practiced since. Tried to come back a couple of times in the game. Almost heroic. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? You clearly can't go anymore. But uh, gave it the old college try and then called it quits. And then they realized how serious it was. Lower body injury. That's all it's all you're getting. Even if you're gambling like the NHL wants you to right now with all its advertising, you're not getting exactly what Brayton Point is dealing with. So, uh, But the rich get richer. If, ta- if, if Point is even in there at 70%, that's a, big, that's a boon for the Lightning. You know, it'd be interesting, Stevie. Um, obviously, you want the big break if you're Tampa. Right, You're, we were talking about does it does it bode well to have a long break or do you want to just get right back on the ice? You know, it's forty eight hours later. Um, again, if you're injured, you want you want that break. Uh, mm-hmm. It'd be interesting to find out looking back, looking back at at I don't know how we could ever do it, but what, how, the success of teams in in rounds in second, third, fourth rounds with uh, with a break. I mean, it's great for Tampa Bay. There's no doubt about that, and yeah. uh, there's still probably my. With or without Braden Point, based on what I just saw in the stomping of the Florida Panthers, a team that won the President's Trophy, and uh, I, just, I just don't see anybody stopping Tampa right now. A good, it's 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 shaping up to be a good final, right? Though the the final four, right, are are, are Tampa and and New York or Carolina, and Colorado, Edmonton in the West. I mean, that's 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 good. Yeah, that's good. Even yeah. if I'm not another fan, I'm going, that, that's good. Hey, that's going to be worth some hockey, you know? No. Well, and seeing not how McDavid other... has just elevated as a leader this year and seeing how much that meant to him last night, getting the, the series winning goal to get to the third round for the first time in his career. Like that guy is so intensely competitive, so incredibly good. And to see that, again, generally a, a stoic kind of a character, to see the way he erupted after that goal, and how excited he was. I'm start, I, I can't help but kind of pull for him. A, a player who is that good, we saw it with Mario, we saw it mm-hmm. with Gretzky. You know, they mm-hmm. they eventually drag their team to titles. And uh, when Mario arrived in Pittsburgh, man, they were bad at the start, but they eventually got better. With Gretzky, there was a couple of lean years when he joined the NHL with the Oilers. And uh, it just, it eventually comes around. It's taken McDavid a little longer but it almost seems like a crime for a guy who is that talented, like the most skilled player of his generation now, that he hasn't been close to a Stanley Cup. That almost seems like a crime, and I'm glad right. he's going to get a chance here. Yeah, Steve, you bring up, like like the last time the Oilers made the conference final was 2006. Right. 
Okay, Six, 16 years ago. Yeah, uh, you bring up that it's first time Connor's uh, going to that conference final. It, it might be that that whole team, Steve. There, I, I'm I'm going to be wrong there somewhere, but but most of that team would not have been to a conference. I, you know, I'm I think I think uh, I think Mike Smith did. Yeah. The, the other deal, he might have gone with Dallas or Calgary, I guess. I don't Arizona, know. Arizona, I think. The other deal, uh, Stevie, is uh, we didn't we didn't mention. So this is in real time, Steve. Okay. So I'm I'm I love the PVR, so I love I can pause, right? Mm-hmm. So that's two all. I pause. Okay, I slip out to check my plants, Stevie. Water the plants a little bit, have a jet. Um, and then I come back in. Uh, and the and the worst thing that can happen to me, Steve, when I pause a live sporting event is if I hit the channel change button by mistake, it's it's gonna it's gonna go right to live. Right. Right. And and that's there's nothing worse, Stevie, if you put the thing on pause for 10 minutes. So I'm careful now. I know how to do it. Okay. I know how to come back and go, now don't hit the channel. You're 10 minutes behind here. Just hit the hit the PVR button. There we go. Okay, there we go. I picked it up where I left off. So I go out, Stevie. I am uh, I don't know, 90 seconds. Okay, Stevie? Mm-hmm. Quick pause, 90 seconds. I pause it. I'm on my patio for 90 seconds. It's two all. I come back in and by mistake, hit the channel button. But that's okay. It was only 90 seconds ago. Four all. <laughs> that was bananas, Again, I'm that going, second period. I'm, I'm going, did I miss 10 minutes or something? I'm looking back. And then yeah. I, and then I, I, well, I sent you the screenshot of them. <laughs> yeah. One minute and 11 seconds. And then you went on to save, so it's a, it's a record, another record. Dry Settle got the 17. Connor's ripping it up. The four goals uh, would be two each, I guess, Stevie. Four goals in a minute and 11 seconds. And then you make a good point. What about the seven goals? Yeah, seven they, and 11. That, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's not. I don't know, but I'm like, yeah, yeah, that, that too. Uh, highest scoring series in a long time, Stevie, right? 45 yeah. goals, Steve, in five games. Insane. That that very yeah. much is but like the though. old Oilers. I, I, fuck, it's exciting, though. Right? Oh, give me that all day long. There you uh, go, Stevie. Exactly. People, people, I talk, agree. people talk about, you know, uh, defense wins championships, and that's certainly true to a degree. You still got to score. But, you know, when people come at me and uh, you know, get all excited about, uh, oh, it was like uh, only five hits in the game. What a pitcher's duel. Boring. Yeah, I feel, exactly. I feel the same way about hockey. I, yeah, it doesn't. I, I mean, it's not a, it's not everything. But as long as there's pace and there's opportunities to score, but most games that are one nothing and two nothing, that's not the case. Yeah, there's too much skill in the league. If there's lots of opportunities, there's usually lots of goals. And give me that every game. So yeah, both both those it's bound to happen when both those teams kind of got explosive. You know, you got you got Johnny Hockey there, Goodrow, right, and 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 Kachuk and all that shit, right? They got they got a strong team. Yeah. And then of course you got the Oilers with this with with Connor and and friends, right? Both of them got the explosive offense. So they're going to be they're going to be trying more offense Stevie than they are defense, so that's what happens. They're going to end up giving up a lot of shit. Both teams. Right. right. Look at me goes. Jesus. Bexar, step aside. Yes. I'm keen to hear what you think put on your analyst hat again here about a league where there's well, fighting's allowed. Fighting's encouraged. In fact, fighting is the entirety of the league. It's basically organized professional hockey fighting. So last weekend, a company called Ice Wars International 
They basically kicked off their first event, and it was in Edmonton, actually. Uh, oh, the first event know. of four in Edmonton. Good marketing. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're struggling a little bit there, if you didn't notice it. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it's professional and semi-professional fighters, um, and they go head-to-head in minute-long two-round bouts, and it's a real thing. It's not a joke. Organized hockey fighting, now a reality, and... Uh, just like hockey games, we have fighting. They have rules. A few different ones, though. No headbutting, biting, hair pulling, kneeing. Uh, combatants, helmets, and gloves have to stay on at all times. Now, they're not hockey gloves. They look more like MMA gloves, but they kind of just protect your knuckles. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what you got going here. And I, 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 I basically went, I'm not interested in that. And then I clicked on one of the fights, and it's like a mm. tiny little arena people mm-hmm. around the boards and stuff. And I think the, mm-hmm. I don't think it's real ice. It's that plastic. But honestly, I, I said, this is going to be stupid, but I'll look at it. And I was like, I might be into this. Oh no. Not, yeah. Oh, no. It's not, it's not as ridiculous as I thought it would be. So we'll see. What do you think? I think it's absolutely the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. And I don't give that thing two months. It's not, it's not, it's not going to last. And I'll tell you why. Cause there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of people watching fighting on television mma steve boxing you know it's just like i i it it will not last it will not last it's bastardizing the game stevie of hockey right like like why here's the reason why steve you're why you why are you crowding it with a hockey game right why you why you why are you doing that have the guys in the whatever equipment you wanted and then have a ring and then they go out there and fight. Right. Huh. Never heard of that idea before. It's stupid. It's stupid that there's a hockey game around that thing. I thought here's, I was about- here's, why, here's why I think it maybe has legs. Because I believe there to be, particularly in the 40 and over crowd, I believe there to be a, a good chunk of the population of hockey fans who still love hockey, but are frustrated by the lack of fighting and the emotion that there used to be in the game. And... I don't know if it'll succeed, but I don't think my point. I don't think it's as ridiculous as I initially thought, or as you think. For example, I think that uh, it's got a chance. I wouldn't put any money on it succeeding, but it's got a chance, in my opinion. Well, I, I guess the one thing you know, when we grew up, Stevie, right? The fake rest. It was Grand Prix wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. Andre the Giant and uh, the, uh, you know a couple guys from Quebec, right? Remember that, Steve? Grand Prix wrestling. Mm-hmm. Right, when we were I, kids. I, well, it's called Maple Leaf Wrestling when I watched. Yeah, it was Grand Prix when I so because I'm I'm older than you. Uh, there was that one, Stevie. So it's it was all fake, and uh, no one ever thought that would work. And then the other one was Roller Derby. Oh yeah, okay. Remember with the short skinny little skinny Minnie Miller, skinny Minnie Miller, and it's all fake, right? It's all this right. fake shit. And uh, and and when so if, if someone told you about it, you're like, that's the dumbest idea. But but they had big they had big audiences. You know, oh yeah, they had big audiences, but but there was no other roller derby, Steve. It was so unique, right? It was so unique, and there was no other fake wrestling. You know, right? There's a bunch of real. They're calling it well. There is it's real fighting. This hockey game, yeah, but there's a bunch of real fighting already, right? It's on every night. The yeah. MMA. So I don't know. I don't. But know. They're not I, wearing I, skates. I think it'll flop. Yeah, I I guess I don't know. I I, I think it'll flop. You asked me. Well, I'm telling you. All right, fair enough. And I'm not wrong in this shit. 
No, Never. you can, you sometimes are. Uh, don't forget our, our website is stevewproject.com if you're enjoying That's the show. stevewproject.com. Well observed, yes. If you uh, want to support the program by way of a Patreon membership or by way of buying an SWP t-shirt, please do so. We appreciate that. Uh, what I need right now is an Alka-Seltzer because I just came back from dinner with my wife. And for some reason, I decided I'd get the full family size plate of nachos and uh, ate it all. It was ridiculous. It was the dude. Is, like the, is that all you eat? Is nachos and chicken wings? No, that's I mean, not like true. You, you love food. You off? You know, it comes up every once in a while. I brag when I make my veal cutlets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then every time, you know, you love food. Every story, Steve, that you have about food is either nacho chips or chicken wings. Seriously, Steve, every time. No, no, I'm not taking any advice from you because when we worked together at TSN 1200, it seemed to me for like consecutive days for about 10 years, you had like this greasy, cheesy bacon sandwich that you got down at Sammy's Diner and then polished it off with about four liters of strawberry milkshake. And that happened almost daily. Yeah. So? Yeah. So I saw that. I witnessed it. I didn't say jack squat. And I only occasionally mention stuff I eat, and it's generally because I'm wishing that I hadn't eaten that. I eat plenty yeah, of healthy it, things. Pal, you're talking about breakfast, okay? Breakfast or brunch that I would be eating, okay? Yeah. Everyone has a, you know, my old man, every day, a couple of poached eggs, white toast, okay? Right? That Because it, it's breakfast, Steve. Mm-hmm. So you can have the same thing. There's, there's many, many options, Warrenty, for dinner. I know. There's a little more out there. What are you doing? Having nachos and chicken wings. I didn't have any chicken wings. I just had the nachos. That's I had tacos. That's last all time. you have, though, is nachos and chicken. It's all not right, true. People are like, yeah, let's get out of here. Down. You got nothing. Yes, left. you are. I know you're not. <laughs> Enjoy your night, everybody. Enjoy your weekend, and we look forward to talking to you next week. Good night, everybody. We'll see you.